The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey, welcome to the SWP, everybody, with tales of sports and whatever. Steve and Jimmy back once again. Lots to get to over the course of the show today. Got lots of sound effects today. Uh, my son is, uh, well, he's he's very vocal today, and uh, my cats are also very vocal today. So hopefully we get through this without annoying everybody. Well, annoying people any more than usual. It's Steve and Jimmy once again. <laughs> James, how are things? See, see I, I'm good, Stevie. Uh, you don't need to... Uh, you don't need to buy one of those uh, special effects soundboards. You got enough going on in your own house, right? You know, That's you know, true. you can buy those services where it gives you all the the symbols and all the sounds and the whoops and the hollers and all that. I can stuff. control those things, though. That's a handy I'm, thing. I'm pretty good. I finally found a shirt, Steve. You were mentioning earlier, sir, that that the collar isn't droopy. Yeah, not right? bad. It's so, not baconing. It's my go-to thing, Stevie. Buying T-shirts. I got I got hundreds of them. Can I submit, though, that you probably got your thermostat set too high in an Edmonton winter if you're patrolling your townhome in a just a white T-shirt? Oh, no, 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 Steve. Remember, I remember I had no heat in my house for a while. Yes. I'm tough as nails, you know, tough as nails. Anyway, Stevie, anyway, um, I one of my favorite foods, I'm a grilled cheese guy, uh, and I like I like breakfast for dinner, if you know what I mean. Yep. You know, you ever do like French toast, poached eggs I had last night for dinner. I go to Broadway every once in a while. They serve it all day long. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I was big when uh, uh, McDonald's started serving all day breakfast. Or as my friends call it, Steve, for the short form, Don's. No, you mentioned that. That's not good. Yeah, Don's. How about this, Stevie? Uh, this, This might make your skin crawl and you may have to stand down for about 30 seconds to regroup about what a friend of mine likes to eat, okay? How about, Steve, cracking the can of mushroom soup and just eating it cold out of the can? Like pudding? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Like pudding? (laughs) Isn't that the grossest thing ever? Oh, my my God. I would leave. Like, if I was in a relationship (laughs) with somebody who did that, I'd end the relationship right there. Everything yeah. else could be amazing. It could be just like, a, whether it's a friendship or a romance, doesn't matter. Everything could be completely going great. But if you did that, that's 100% a reason to walk out the door and never return. Right. I could never, I can never get my food hot enough, Steve. Okay. I'm, I am, it's not uncommon for me to, uh, eating at restaurants, which, which I, I do often, not, not since COVID, but you know, bachelor living alone, um, so I'm I'm constantly sending my food back from the restaurant. Okay, no offense, you know I'm not a fan. I'm just like it's not not hot enough. Okay, put throw the heat on there. Okay, throw some heat on there. Uh, so if I if I have, you know, if I take a spoonful, Steve, of of cold soup. If I have soup, you know, if I have a good stracciatelli, uh, <laughs> you know, egg drop soup or something. If if it's cold, Steve. I got to lie down for about a minute or two before I can regroup again, okay? Before I can carry on with my life. I cannot imagine if someone said, try this. Cold mushroom soup out of the can with a spoon. Worst. But I don't know Jesus. how you send stuff back. Because you never know. Tongue numb. You know. You never know how emotionally fragile your chef might be. Most of the time, they'll gladly, they want you to be satisfied. But every once in a while, there'll be a, a chef that's so confident in what he's doing 
that you'll return him. He's like, ah, what are you? What is this guy talking about? He's a jerk. And they might yeah. do something. They might do well, something. You, That's my worry. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pissing off a pizza delivery guy. Right. You know? Uh, now, what did he do between the time he took your pizza out and brought it to your front door? You know, I, I, I don't want to go there, you know? Or not tipping um, when you take out. They might remember you next time. That's right. Yeah, if you're a reg. Like, is, that, is, is that fair game to not tip when you're doing takeout? Because they're just bringing you the bag at the end of the day. No, of, of all things to tip, Stevie. Of all things to tip. It's the, the pizza delivery. I did it, Stevie, for a while. And uh, in, in like in the last several months, my daughter uh, was doing it with her girlfriends on weekends. They had a, they had a riot. And then uh, she went back to do some other work, but wanted to keep this gig doing pizza delivery. Okay. So so guess who ended up delivering pizzas for his daughter? Wow. Yeah. So you only make tips, Stevie. That's all they make these guys. And I'm not talking about delivery. I'm talking about takeout. You go to them and they hand you a bag and you pay. So it's not exactly service happening. I mean, there's service. They're making the food and everything, but there's not like they're waiting on you hand and foot. They're not like jumping in a car and delivering food to you. And I, I, right now, for sure, it's a slam dunk because... You know, we're either we're seeing restaurants that are closing down or they're at right. limited capacity. I make sure I, I leave a healthy tip at a time like this. But in normal times, are you supposed to tip when you do takeout food? Yeah, I think so. I, I think most of the restaurants, uh, I, I, you, know, you don't get paid a bunch of dough, I don't think. Um, you know, they get probably probably minimum wage. Uh, so you're kind of working for tips with, with, with all jobs at a restaurant, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, so do you tip as much as like 15, 20%? I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's right. 15, 18% or something. Really? Know, I don't know. Huh. Throw, throw a Finsky at them if you're doing delivery or pickup. How about this one, Stevie? So uh, the last time I was out for dinner, uh, I went with my kids. I love Italian. And I love veal, Stevie. Okay, I love like a veal scallopini, you know, you know, a little trattatori, a little vili, vili, vili. Some veal, veal, Okay, Stevie, I like it a veal. Okay, I like it a veal uh, because it's tender, Steve. Okay, it's tender. These are these are baby cows that you're eating. You know, right. so the, so it's tender. Uh, anyway, Steve, so I got mine the other day. Okay, it's too tough, Stevie. I've eaten veal my whole life. Okay, so I know the texture, Steve, of a good veal nosh. Right. Okay, I cut it. And it's all it's all cardboardy, card card like cardboardy. Okay. So, hey, over here, please, waiter. Okay, uh, this won't do at all. You know, I'd like the, I'd like the chef to get in there and maybe get out a chisel, okay, and uh, <laughs> to see if you can fix this up. The guy says to me, "Is that a problem?" I said, "What? What, what part of you? What part are you not getting with me telling you I want this redone with with you know fresh veal?" He goes. Well, I can ask, you know, but I'm telling you what, you're going to get back the same thing you have right now. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, great restaurant Jesus. there. Make sure you jack that option for the 18%. Make sure you jack that up to 30% on that little bank machine, <laughs> you know, the handheld where you're suggesting what sort of tip. You're just going to get back the same. I looked around, Steve. I thought it was like a Saturday Night Live skit, you know, like right. at these <laughs> Greek or Italian restaurants. You know, I said, but, but with someone playing tricks with me yeah i can but it's going to come back the same way oh all I right was, yeah sorry for yeah. bothering you we went and got chicken wings at just one of the grocery stores they've got those 
warm deli places and they have the chicken wings just laying there under a heat lamp forever. They look spectacular, but we brought home about, I don't know, 16 of them to uh, come home and watch a movie. And Lynn and I just basically we're all, look great. And we sunk our you teeth love your into wings. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We sink our teeth into them. And it was like I could not get through the outer shell. Like the the, the breading was rock freaking hard yeah, but because yeah. the grocery store was because the grocery store was five minutes away and it's you know february i said ah just eat it it's yeah we're just like you said just chiseling off the breading just on the thing and yeah it was a mess yeah uh anyway Liar beware of those things let's hurry right. up and finish this steve so i can go chew on uh four or five raw rashers of bacon nice yeah nice. a rasher of bacon steve that, that was something I, else i did I not know up. that was what it was called yeah yeah, huh. a rasher of bacon. Go there and, and and mix it up. You have your uh, you love the grilled cheese. Put a little bacon on there. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, and then pour some cold mushroom soup. <laughs> oh, that is grim. Oh, All right, we've uh, we digress. We've digressed largely. Uh, I don't. Do you have a chance to watch Canada versus the U.S. women's hockey? The doubleheader for me because I was watching the Sens with a nice four one win over the Devils, and then right into this game. So that was uh, that was kind of cool to see. And Canada wins it, by the way. Four to two over the Americans. Yeah, Canada wins it, uh, four to two. Close game, just just what we thought it would be. Uh, penalty shot, Stevie, in that game, mm-hmm. a slight breakaway. And I watched the video of it. I don't know if you see it. This might give you enough time to pull it up. And they gave her a penalty shot. Yeah, I forget who it was. It was Marie Philip Pula, uh, the captain of the team. They're up three two at that stage. She races away from the American D. So she's got a couple of strides on them, and then the American defenseman leans in with a little tappity tap near the gloves, and she's still got a good shot away, and they called a penalty shot. Yeah, not a penalty shot. Not a penalty shot. But uh, so uh, anyway, preliminary round, right? They, I yeah. think they've done their four games now, so they, I, I think they're playing Sweden. You are correct. They get Sweden in the quarterfinals, and then I – the road to the gold medal game will be, again, Canada versus Sweden in the quarters, then either Russia or Switzerland in the semis, and then, in all likelihood, America in the final. But uh, to go 4-0, and as Canada did, and outscoring the opponents 33-5, to that's a pretty damn good performance. Uh, mission accomplished in the preliminary round for our ladies. Right. And, and, you know, Stevie, from time to time, Canada is known as you know, the hockey nation. We are a hockey nation, Steve. We, yes. And from time to time, people will say, okay, we, we've had that handle, f- I don't know, since Columbus hit the shores here, of, uh, I don't know, Newfoundland or whatever. They started playing hockey, okay, on the on the Nina, Steve. They came over on the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, Steve, the three well, boats. Well, look at you go. But they started playing floor hockey on the Nina, I guess, and uh, when they were refueling, okay, and right. uh, Canada became, <laughs> became the hockey nation. So from time to time, Steve, people will say, we're a little tired of that, you know. There's other sports, you know, there's especially other, you know, people who play other sports, Steve. You know, can can we can the other sports can can we get a little something something here? Can we get a little Canada's a hockey nation, but you know, uh we got great tennis players now too. They're coming along, Stevie. We've got a we've got an excellent field in golf. Can we get some of that, Steve, once in a while? Okay, so, Soccer. so maybe they maybe they do, right? Maybe they say, Well, I'll tell you what, uh you know, Canada not only is a hockey nation, but uh, they're coming along golf-wise too. So they might be coming a pseudo-golf nation. Uh, so I get that, Stevie. But 
Uh, it all goes out the window, Steve, when the Olympics are on and everyone's waiting with bated breath for the women to play uh, the U.S., the Canadian team. And I got to admit, Steve, Canada is a hockey nation, okay? <laughs> like the interest in the thing is through the roof, man. It's through the roof, right? It's not not so much for the men because they don't have the NHLers, uh, although everyone will be watching. But if you think for a second that we're getting away from being a hockey nation and, and uh, you know, uh, and or including other sports, nope. Not. Yep. Well, you look at both you know our I mean? Canadian, yeah, you know, for sure, our Canadian men's yeah. and women's soccer teams. I'd throw it, throw them into that whole discussion. Sure, I think there's, right. there's definitely interest, but yeah, I mean, hockey rules and always has and probably always will in this country. But I, I kind of found it every year. I find it amusing when they do that craft or no, it's craft hockeyville, and then once a year, hockey day in Canada. And I'm like, really? Do we need a hockey day in Canada <laughs> right. to finally give this poor underserved sports the yeah. attention it deserves in this country? That never has made very much sense to me. It's like Sportsnet puts this thing on. And then, by the way, they have over 350 national and regional NHL broadcasts this season. <laughs> but we need a hockey day in Canada to really, you know, imagine if you're part of Team Canada's judo team. What do you, I can just a little bit. What, what, about judo, what about judo day in Canada? Sure, exactly, Stevie. And plus, the way they promote it, you would think, you're right, you would think it's the, the first time in months that we've had, you know, be able to expose this beautiful game. And be, they go like this, Steve. Hockey day in Canada, okay? Strap in, people. You're getting four games in a row. Okay, yeah. we're going to start at 6.30 in the morning, and the last game's going to go to 1 o'clock a.m. the next day. So it's hockey, 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 round the clock. And I'm like you going, uh, okay, um, like it is you know, seven days a week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, and I don't know if you knew this, but Ron McLean can skate. Yes, it's true. <laughs> and looks terrible to get the in a hockey helmet. Yeah. yeah. Got Tuke under the hockey helmet. Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's some kids back here. Let's interview them. They seem to be skating. Uh, yeah, look. Uh, how, how are you, youngster? Uh, just, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. We're going to go to an outdoor rink where kids are playing hockey. <laughs> Couldn't we have a judo day? I love that. Yeah, <laughs> Even an hour, Stevie. A judo hour. Can we do that? There, yeah. exactly. You know, put it on at one in the morning. Give them something, for God's yeah. sakes. Yeah. All right. yeah, exactly. So when we come back on the show, I want to talk about a moment in the USA-Canada game that was just bizarre to me. Uh, basically a, a player raking the referee across the face with her stick blade. It's coming up after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me, I'm Jer Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, how convenient is this? Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans. You can check them online at jimkford.com. And we all know home prices remain sky high. If you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, you should call Glenn at the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team today for a free no-obligation estimate. 
You might be surprised to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, let's uh, jump back into the hockey talk. And I right. wanted to mention a couple of more things about the Canada-U.S. game in that um, all it took for Canada to beat the U.S. 4-2 to two was for Canadian goalie Anne-René Debien to make 51 saves. Woohoo! That's a bit much. I, I mean, I'm no expert. I'm no expert on the hockey thing. It's uh, all new to me. I rely on Hockey Day in Canada for my hockey. But mm-hmm. 51 saves, that's too much. Uh, so they're going to they're gonna, they're not going to beat them in the gold medal game if their goalie's got to make 51 saves again. Meanwhile, Ottawa's Jamie Lee Rattry ends up with your game winner. Got the third goal, and so uh, good for her because she's not really a sniper on this team. She is a great two-way player, though, and every once in a while chips in, so that was a big goal for her. And uh, one play in the game I wanted to talk about, though, and I don't think it was intentional. I mean, I'd hate to think it was intentional. My God. But it was a right. moment where the referee got raked across the face, like bloodied like crazy, had to leave the game, probably get stitched up. It's got a stick in the face around the mouth area, maybe part of the nose as well. And she had to be a, finish the game with a big bandage on her face. It was American forward Amanda Kessel. And the puck is nowhere near either Kessel or the referee, whose name is Sienna Leafers. Puck's behind the net, and Kessel is in the corner kind of transitioning. She's skating kind of along the end boards and then transitioning up ice. And for Mm -hmm. some reason, she just brings her stick out of nowhere, like sword-like, just rakes this this referee across the face with her stick blade. And I was thinking to myself as I watched, I'm trying to to comprehend it exactly because it's not a competition situation. She's just letting her stick fly all over the place. To me, it's like, it got to a level of carelessness that maybe that should be suspendable. I, I, I don't know about that, but um, but if you if you ignore for a second that it's a referee and not a player and start to go down the road of saying, well, okay, it's not a player, so that there might be a different rule. If you ignore that, then for sure you're right. You know, you might say, okay, that that is like reckless use of the stick, Stevie. And I saw some quotes going, well, the, the, you know, the ref should be paying attention. I'm saying the ref is paying attention. To the play, yeah. Okay, that's what the ref's doing. The ref's not watching people who are not anywhere near the puck and and are alone on the ice, so there's no interference to watch for or anything like that or tripping yeah. or you know. So don't blame the ref here. Uh, like a couple of people have that I read, you know, saying you know you gotta you gotta pay attention. Uh, no, she was she was she's looking at the play like every good linesman and referee should. Uh, so minimum, what should happen, Steve, is a penalty. Because if you don't, if you don't, uh, I'm sending my team out there and going, hey, listen, don't worry about it. Just do a little Zorro action on the face of all those refs, okay, with the tip of your blade. You know, don't don't worry about it with for, with the high sticking. So um, I think there should have should have been a penalty. But but it's so it's so rare, right? I've never, ever seen that before. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's a, a backstory to a, you know, a bad incident between the two. Do they have, do they have? Friction amongst them or any of that. It is a Canadian so. referee, just for the record. And who is oh, American cripes. playing? Suspension! <laughs> Suspension! What if that referee is a, an opposing defenseman? All day long, she's getting a, a penalty. She's getting five for sure, right? Are we differentiating here? Like, I feel like you should be watching out for other human beings on the ice, not just the other team. To do something like that, it's sort of in the back of your head. You're not really treating the referees like other people out there, like they're part of the boards or something or part of the ice. Um, To me, you have to watch out for the referees 
just as you're watching out for other players. And if you rake someone, and it's entirely your fault, your carelessness is what led to this. I don't think it was intentional. But it was your carelessness that led to this woman getting a big gash in her face. I think there needs to be something. There can't just be nothing. Cold mushroom soup. Oh, That's what God. they should do for that that player who did it. Make her drink can. a can of cold <sighs> mushroom soup. Yeah. I don't oh, know why I keep bringing it up. I don't know. Uh, anyway, should, should have got a penalty for sure. Should have, yeah. should have been at least a couple of minutes, you know. Uh, speaking of injuries in hockey, did you see the Austin Matthews one? I didn't. Yeah. He, end, he ends did. up going, he goes into con- concussion protocol after he took a hit to the back of the head. He kind of loses his balance and another player comes along and looks like he knees him in the back of the head. I was like, oh my God, shades of John Tavares in the playoffs last right. year, remembering Corey Perry basically <sighs> in the first game of the playoffs. Yeah just knocking yeah. him cold with a knee to the head. So uh, certainly some concern in Toronto about Austin Matthews, but looks like he's uh, doing okay and uh, not sure if he's actually got a concussion, supposed to practice. So very, very lucky they didn't have the same effect that Tavares uh, had. The Corey Perry thing was intentional, though. Remember? Um, I don't – I hope not. I, 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 it looked like it was targeting the head. But... Well, he didn't get a penalty or suspension. Oh. Okay. All right. I have to have a look at it. I didn't, I mean, I'm not saying your take is wrong. Only Corey Perry knows for sure. You'd like to think he didn't do it on purpose, just as I'd like to think Amanda Kessel didn't do it on purpose. Stevie, can you give me an Olympic medal update? What's what's going on with Canada? We have right now, as we speak, one gold, one silver, four bronze. So we stand in 11th. Looks like they measure it by a gold medal wins. By the look oh, of it, do they? Sweden only has six as well, but they're first. They rank first right now because they have four gold medals. I wonder how many athletes we uh, usually. Have, usually, I'm sort of paying attention to that. You know that this Olympics, Canada is sending more athletes than they ever have. You know, I don't know if we got that one. I got the number in front of me right now. It's 215 athletes and 85 coaches. Yeah, so we're doing all right. There's still lots of time left. This thing is right. going on until. I think it's February 20th is when it wraps up. So still lots of action still to come. I'm I'm all twisted because I'm getting up at 6.37 in the morning to do a curling show. Right. Three o'clock, setting the alarm for 3, 6.30. And you know, you're doing a curling show. It's not a curling and whatever show, right? So you can't even fill time with the stuff you love, like like, uh, cans of cream of mushroom soup and things. It just doesn't doesn't fly with the curling audience when you get down to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, on the men's and women's curling, Stevens cranking up today. Very good. Four, four person, by the way, mixed Hopefully. doubles. All Italy, Stevie beat the shit out of everyone. They won. What's the, up with that? When did Italy get great at curling? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I, or Australia, who beat Canada? No, they were terrible though. They they only had one win going into that match. Yeah, um, Italy swept the floor. There's a there's a young girl, 22 years old. Um, you know, we don't talk too much curling, but, but, you know, let's not forget, Steve, Canada is a curling nation. Curling day in Canada. Yeah, curling day in Canada. Uh, no, we got lots of curling. Uh, anyway, this, this girl's just turned 22 years old. And on a couple of games, Steve, curled 100%. Wow. You're not beating a team, Steve, if they're curling 100%. And Constantini is her last name, and uh, she's become the darling of, of the Olympics, but... Now she's done because Italy d- does not have a women's team in there, right? Uh, but the men do. Yeah, Mo- Mo- Mozaner was was her partner in the mixed doubles. Anyway, Very look cool. at me go. 
Yeah. Morrison Homan, unfortunately, did not get to the semifinals. Kind of. Oh, the humanity. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, not bad, huh? <laughs> Uh, just wrapping uh, it up with a little hockey talk, um, full attendance that's uh, coming up March 14th. That's been out there for a bit, but uh, I was seeing a note on that today uh, in Ontario. And I think in Quebec as well, we're going to get back to full attendance, which is something to look forward to for sure. Sens back in action tonight, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. What a week the Sens have got going. So they played last night, 4-1 win over the Devils. Then they play tonight against the very excellent Carolina Hurricanes. Then they play on Thursday night against the very excellent Pittsburgh Penguins, then on Saturday against the very excellent Boston Bruins, and then on Sunday against the very excellent Washington Capitals. Like, be- oy, between, oy, oy. like between like like four games in six days against all elite talent, but this is how it is for some of these Canadian teams that are doing all these makeups. Uh, all of this uh, opportunity for days off and such have been wiped out by all these makeup games from their run-in with COVID. Yeah, the other thing, Steve, is don't forget every single year on a normal season, uh, you know, they have the All-Star game and something extraordinary happens post-All-Star. Always, always in hockey, there's some sort of story of someone taking a shit or, or you know, Ottawa can't be any worse, right, than they, than they are. Um, and, and remember St. Louis, Stevie? Remember St. Louis? That was an All-Star break that turned that whole season around for those guys, so... The Sens had the Hamburglar run in 2015 where he came out of nowhere as an injury fill-in and went something like 20 and 2. I'm, I'm, it's around there, something like that. Just an insane run for the Sens to go on and make the playoffs. So there are examples of it. Generally speaking, they say, though, that whatever you are at Christmas in terms of the eight teams that are in the playoff spot in each conference, that it yeah. doesn't, doesn't change a ton. But there's always the outlier for sure. Yeah. So that's, you know, you got to believe, Steve. You've got to believe. All right, I'll believe. I believe it's, it's time to wrap up the show. Nation. All right, let's do that. Get ourselves a couple of cans of uh, cream and mushroom <laughs> soup. <laughs> and, uh, mm, delicious. Yucky, yucky. Maybe we can get a sponsor. Yeah. Like uh, Russ and you are trying on the suspendables like the Dickens to try and get a uh, White Claw endorsement yeah. for you. But uh, doesn't that, it doesn't seem to be panning out. If we talk enough about Campbell's uh, cream of mushroom soup, Although we haven't talked about it too favorably when I think about it now. So forget yeah. that idea. I'm about to take my blade and rake it across your face. I understand. Bring it up again. But I need to go. I need to tell you this before we go, that uh, the show, of course, is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And did you know that Jim K. Ford has been around since 82, one of the longest running dealerships in the city? The K family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with their help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to make sure you always have the finest buying experience. So I highly recommend go see what they're all about. Shop for your next vehicle and check it out at jimk4.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Any final thoughts before we head out, Jamie? I want to, yeah, I, I want to come and see you, Steve. I want to come to Ottawa again, you know, and I, because I, I miss doing live gigs, right? I, I used to do a bunch of them. I got one coming up though, Steve, a hockey heroes game, a uh, little town north of, uh, that they do every year, north cool. of Edmonton. Uh, they, do, do you think this might, do you think, Stevie, this crew might, uh, 
it might break out into an MMA thing. So here's who's coming. Shane Corson, George Lorac. Uh, um, who else is coming? Uh, I have to look. Forget this take, Steve, because I don't. I only know two of the nine players. Oh, so. boy. Yeah. Two. Yeah, I'll tell you what a crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, it's just, book me like for World a gig, Steve. Someone in Ottawa, book me for a gig. I'll come in and do your party and stuff like that. We'll have All a right. lot of fun. A lot of fun. Before we wrap up, we should, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about how few Oscar nominee uh, best picture movies we've seen. It's just, they came out this morning. I'm like, who, mm-hmm. who are, what, what are these movies? I don't even know. It's. I thought they were old movies. Oh, West Side Stories are obviously a remake then. Yeah. You sent me a list. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just not really. I thought West gonna, Side Story <laughs> was being nominated this I, year. I, I'm like, that's been around movie. for a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West, West Side Story. And uh, I, 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 as in keeping with tradition, I've seen almost none of them. Don't Look Up, yeah, that was yeah, it. Me too. Although, um, spoiler. Okay, spoiler alert, Steve. Mm-hmm. The movie Belfast takes place in Ireland. Are you sure? Ooh, ooh, Not on Belfast Road here in Ottawa? Everyone settle down. Everyone settle down. You're bringing uh, it. Don't look up. I saw that one. That's it. it was, was it a comedy or was it a serious drama with a serious message? Uh, it was like a black comedy, I think. Yeah. That's always the go-to, Steve, if they can't figure it out. It's a dark comedy. Yeah. A dramedy. <laughs> okay. Can Let's we go now? Yeah. I think we can. Let's get some soup. i got to go soak my feet. They're acting okay. up again. All right, right, enjoy the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.